You're listening to the Simple Growth Podcast, the show that helps business owners get their life back. Here's your host, Mike Callahan. Welcome back to the SA Weekly Talk Show. We missed uh, last week with the holiday weekend with the 4th of July, but we are back with special guest, Doug Myers, president and co-founder of Pink Collars, a certified advisor with Simple or with uh, Service Autopilot. Uh, i got my co-host as always here, Cody Owen, and we're going to be talking about are you using technology to your advantage in your service business or any business for that matter. Um, so Doug was great, grateful enough to come on or gracious enough to come on here with us and um, kind of talk about his story of his his diving into using technology and how to actually transition and, and use technology in your business to benefit yourself as well as your team. So Doug, if, if people haven't met you at either an SA conference or QDS or all the other places that you guys have been, um, just absolutely blowing up, running a virtual assistant business there uh, for many service platforms as well. Um, would you mind just introducing yourself and a little background on, on yourself and how you got into uh, this crazy virtual assistant business that you're in? <laughs> sure, no problem. Thanks for having me, guys. I really appreciate this time. Um, you know, I, I sort of fell into this. I married my way into it, uh, if you will. Um, I came from a long background and, and had many years of experience with um, a company that did wholesale products uh, for the building construction industry and um, worked with them for a long time, held many roles, wore many hats, um, understood a lot about uh, the construction business, the field service business, things like that. Um, and then uh, I met Michelle, you know, many people know Michelle, she's sort of the face um, and rightly so a better face than this one uh, for the company. Uh, and and we recognized as, as we're starting to grow, you know, there's an opportunity for me um, to really be able to um, make our brand known and, and really discuss um, a lot of different aspects of the business. So um, I met Michelle back in 2013 uh, and I, I looked at her and I said, hey, what do you do for a living? And didn't really understand this whole virtual world. I, I, didn't, I didn't come from it. I, again, it's funny, we're talking about technology. I'll be the first guy to say I am the technophobe. I don't know a lot about it. Um, so when I met her and I sat down and I watched and listened and really studied uh, what was going on, I took that uh, experience, that knowledge that I had built up for over the years in what really field guys needed and what, you know, that sort of industry needed and how could we apply what Michelle was doing. Um, so uh, we started on a crazy journey together. Uh, we got married. Uh, blended families, all of that good stuff. Um, and then back in uh, late 2017, uh, I came on board full time uh, with Pink Collars. I got to leave uh, the corporate world uh, and jump into this full time. And, and it's just been a blast ever since. Uh, really learning, uh, growing, uh, great people, great industries, uh, you know, just great friends made through it. So I'm really excited about it and thankful and looking forward to the future. So that's a little bit about me. 
Awesome. No, I, I know uh, at least we've known each other for a few years in different conferences, meet in person, obviously remotely and in person. Um, it, it can be a huge jump. I know at least in the early days of Callahan's lawn care, uh, very similar to you, Doug. Most people probably won't believe it, but I was pretty technology adverse. I mean, I had a cell phone and you know a computer, but that was that was about it. Uh, we were pen and paper, and then maybe eventually Excel sheets. Um, and as the business started to scale and grow. Uh, we realized we needed a better solution, um, and eventually it was PC-based and then eventually cloud-based with Service Autopilot. Um, so those things and those transitions definitely yeah. um, can, we can grow upon. So um, I, I can kind of relate to you. So as you're looking yeah. at um, not really having a tech background, but obviously having the experience in the service industry and sales, um, what would you recommend or I guess how was your approach to actually go out and embrace that technology and, and actually start getting a hold of it. And did you do it all at once or was it little pieces? What was that approach? Uh, great question. And it's, you know, I use a, a, a casual term all the time. You can't eat the cheeseburger all in one bite. Uh, you you got to take little bites at a time. And that's the way I approach technology uh, mm -hmm. and understanding that people can learn in different ways. Um, you know, I am a, I am a visual person. I am a, I need a list. I need to be able to check things off to learn. Um, so that's how I approach it. Um, and it's been um, a very, uh, it's been a very enlightening journey to understand that uh, when I first started, I was very intimidated by technology, you know, worrying about Am I going to push a button and delete something, or or am I going to lose all of this information that I've uh, that I've been working on? Uh, but there are some wonderful tools out there, uh, Service Autopilot being one of the best on the market. But a lot of tools that can really help a person like me who is not, um, you know, maybe technologically advanced, uh, but someone that can really lean into it and let it let it teach me and let me learn along the way. So um, it's been a it's been a really cool journey. Uh, I, I can share some stories with you on how uh, technology has been able to help me grow. Okay, yeah, definitely. And I know uh, it can be a little scary uh, going live here. What could go wrong? My camera failed. And I had to pull in the other camera. So if you're looking why I'm a little uh, sideways here, that's why. Uh, but Cody, kind of elaborate on that intro there. Uh, that Doug gave. Do you have any comments or questions before we kind of dive into the meat of the conversation? I think Doug is hitting on something that is super helpful for people who don't want to get into um, technology because they're afraid of like adding all of these different subscriptions and whatever else it is. I, I think that probably all three of us have had the experience of like buying a new tool for like whatever the thing that you're interested in is if you're like a gearhead working on cars you know there's always a new tool you can buy or a new part you can buy um or like i do a lot of woodworking so like you know buying a new hand tool or whatever is like really exciting there's always something new that somebody wants to sell me there um if we can think about these technology services as tools that we're adding to our toolbox I think that you can get a lot more excited about making that purchase and jumping in than uh, than if you're thinking of it as you know something to be afraid of. Uh, you know, a lot of the tools that I buy are dangerous. I was out of commission for months because I cut my hand open. 
uh, but I'm still excited to buy new ones. Yeah, yeah. And I think Cody, you kind of hit on something there that, that Doug, I wouldn't would would mind if you if you wouldn't mind uh, elaborating on is is when we have uh, these new tools and these new technologies as business owners, a lot of times we are kind of imposing from the top down a lot of times um, these new technologies, the new hopefully these solutions. Um, do you ever see that there's an impact on the team uh, as far as emotional impact or stress levels? I mean, have you seen that? And I guess if you've seen those kind of impacts. Um, is there certain ways that pink collars or other service businesses that you've worked with handle that uh, to kind of limit the effects of that emotional impact, good or bad? Absolutely. I think technology can have, you know, the, the big conversation that we hear a lot about is how technology tends to have a negative impact. We have too much screen time for our kids or, you know, we get too caught up in Facebook or we get, uh, you know, off in a, on a, down a rabbit hole with some weird, uh, you know, uh, website or whatever. So technology can absolutely have a negative impact. But I had a great example this week of how technology allowed me personally as, as the leader of my company to have a, an emotional impact that really made a difference for one of our team members. Um, we use a platform called Slack for communication. A lot of people are using it now. I uh, think it's a very powerful tool. One of the, uh, I pulled aside one of my team leaders and I asked them, I said, hey, you know, I think you have the skill to really be able to help me look at um, onboarding some new um, team members, helping me with the hiring process. Let's go through applications and, and look at some things. She has a skill set that I really needed, but I needed to measure how much she was getting done. I couldn't just rely on the, yeah, I did this today or I did that today. Being able to track a KPI, being able to say, I need you to work on this much work today um, really benefits me and it allows me to understand um, how much she's getting done for me, which is a good thing. So once I got into Slack, Slack allows us to set what's called a workflow. and I can ask specific questions. How many people did you interview today? How many applications did you review? How many are on the good side or on the bad side? That sort of thing. Um, and setting that in place for her to have an absolute uh, uh, gauge to go by every day was like fireworks going off in her head. She got so excited because you, and the feedback she gave to me was, you really care about my success. You set me up for success. And it wasn't much that I did. It was more the technology doing it for me, but it allowed me to have a win with my team. And it gave her that feeling of, hey, my, my manager, my leader, the president of our company really leaned into something to give me all the tools that I needed to make me successful. So that was a big win for me. Yeah, that's huge. So I, I guess the, the, the technology has been able to power to have that emotional impact. One of the other things you hit on, which was pretty interesting, is accountability. And I know that was one of the really the pivotal points um, when we went to, or actually myself, went to a roundtable with Jonathan Potoshnik, the co-founder of Service Autopilot, uh, in, in their early years where um, Garrett Matthews and Chad Cranston, uh, and, and amongst a few other companies, we actually sat literally around a roundtable with Jonathan for, for two, two, uh, two full days. Um, and if anybody else doesn't know who else Jonathan is, uh, he's also of the lawn care millionaire 
uh, YouTube series. But what Jonathan and Garrett and Chad talked about, and I had never really used, was the feature or function of to-dos or eventually um, some tickets now going to be hopefully in V3. But the idea there is that that to-do or ticket feature allowed for accountability. So it was applied to someone with a deadline. And each time um, from Garrett's right out of his toolbox, uh, box was like literally if it wasn't documented it never happened and that came out of his teachings from actually coming from the fire department so i, I can't agree with you more that yes it had an impact because now the managers were empowered to be able to track and have accountability and then empower the employees to have all the tools they needed so one of the big things we did and i think that you guys use a, a product called trello um, but when we went to winterize the equipment, we actually took the manufacturer's video of how to winterize the equipment, complete with a shopping list of what they needed. So now they had literally all the information with a deadline in there. So we allowed them to basically be empowered to do their job without having to rely on somebody. And that emotional impact I felt like was very big in, in the company when we started it to do that. Yeah. And yeah. I think that's Absolutely. one more thing that that tech does for us, which is like it replaces someone having to have like a paper calendar somewhere and remember that all of these things need to happen. You're able to set this process once and it repeats every year. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, and, and that's so big. I talk to so many people across the country uh, seemingly every week where uh, I'm surprised we're in mid 2020 and people still want to write things down in notebooks. People still want to try and, oh, I can remember all of the jobs that I went to today and get back to my office and make notes. Uh, there are very, very simple technologies that allow us to just speed business up and move them forward. And I, I, it, it's, it's frustrating or, or almost hurt. I, I hurt for people when I hear about things like that. It's like, Come on, man. Let's just grab a hold of some little thing and, and start moving forward. So, Mike, you mentioned um, Trello. I wanted to touch on that where um, I'll give you a great example where um, we have a client um, in the um, in the uh, sort of central time zone. Um, they do a pressure washing, window washing um, sort of service business, and they were having some uh they were trying to look at the global picture of crews in the field, um, being able to hold them accountable, um, not in a not in a, a negative kind of way, but let's really be able to track uh, dollar per man hour. Uh, that's a big thing, understanding what the numbers are and that accountability. Um, so they started and we were able to help them um, that that workflow through slack in setting up certain accountabilities for them through the day and then flowing that information into trello allowing them to check off a checklist that was created for them every day really was able to give the owners the information they need for kpis but it was also able to give that that tech that field guy the sensation or the or the the satisfaction of being able to complete a job. And we all like to do that, being able to check the box, being able to say, hey, I got something done today. And when those two things can connect to each other, um, I think it's a win-win for everyone. So if you were to look at it, Doug, in, in 
Obviously, you kind of self-proclaimed uh, non-technology person uh, out the gates to got acclimated to it. If somebody's watching this and they're looking at it and they're like, "Okay, um, you know, I'm I'm working, I'm running pen and paper. I really don't have a CRM, a customer relationship management software, or maybe I'm just early to the game. I've just bought a product like Service Autopilot, and um, it, it a lot of it just seems overwhelming because when you go from pen and paper to a cloud-based software, and then you've got the app and everything else to go with it on your phone, there's a lot of work and parts, um, and it's to me, I think trying to take that all in at once can be very overwhelming. So based on your experience, kind of being the self-proclaimed non-technology person until you, you know, Michelle worked you into it, where where would you start as far as a comfort level? I, I'm assuming there's got to be a starting point to start getting acclimated with like a CRM um, or a mobile app or something like that. Where What pain point would you try to solve first, I guess? Uh, I think, and first and foremost, uh, the pain point to solve is the CRM. That has to be the hub of all of the information. That's, that's the grand central station uh, for the company. Um, everything can flow through that and out of that. So um, I always recommend, you know, people come to us all the time and it's like, hey, I need your service. I need you to answer my phones. I need you to do this. I need you to do what you guys do for me. And 100% of the time, hands down, if there is no CRM in place, that has to come first. Uh, it's the, you know, it's the tail wagging the dog. Um, so that's always the first place to jump into. Um, and really stepping back and looking at it and embracing it as, like Cody said, it's a tool for the business. Um, not... <laughs> You know, uh, Michelle yells at me all the time about always buying tools. I'm putting a tile backsplash on the uh, in the kitchen right now. And she's like, and I went out and bought a new tile saw for it. And she's like, what do you need a tile <laughs> saw for? Don't you have a, I'm like, no, I need a specific tool to make the job easier. And that's really what the CRM does. Absolutely. Um, so embrace it as that, understand it as that. And, and can it be intimidating? Sure. But breaking it down and, and understanding how to look at the global picture um, and how basic understanding service autopilot's great. And there are so many training videos out there um, that can really teach you the basics, get a good foundation and then start to build the house on top of that. Awesome. And I love how you broke that down. I think in, if I can add to that too. So if you are going out looking for a CRM, one of the things I think that uh, in my personal experience, I fell short on is I didn't look at where the business was at now, but I also wanted to say, okay, in five to 10 years, where am I going? Is that platform scalable? Yes. I may have one or two employees or two or three crews. Um, but is the, is the platform itself going to be scalable? And that's, I think, as a certified advisor of Service Autopilot, a lot of times we find businesses coming to us who have basically hit that threshold in their current CRM. They've hit that point, like they can't expand anymore in that software. Um, and then they have a secondary problem where they have five or six different solutions. Um, hopefully some of them connected through like Zapier or something. Uh, but a lot of times what they're really doing is, is they're, they're running five, sometimes six different software solutions next to each other, um, trying to get everything that they need taken care of, where when they come to us um, and, and look for some help onboarding the service autopilot and some training and setup, um, that was one of the things that drew my company to service autopilot in the early days is it's an all-in-one solution for the most part. Yeah. So you've got your CRM, you've got your scheduling, you've got your billing, you've got your QuickBooks Sync online or um 
or desktop. Uh, you've got your automations, your texting two-way, Maps Pro for your routing. So all the different things that most businesses are trying to do in four or five different places starts to call us multiple system chaos. So I love exactly where you're going with that, Doug. Like, yes, absolutely. You want to make sure that yeah. it's taking care of those needs, but then don't be short-sighted. Look where you're going in the future, where you want to be, um, and yeah. see if it's a platform you can grow with. Um, and that, that was where we had success uh, with Service Autopilot. So obviously, Doug, I know your time is very, uh, you know, very used up this, nowadays with tile backsplashes and uh, running the office over <laughs> pink, pink collars. But in closing, I guess, what would you suggest um, or do you have any closing thoughts around technology, taking advantage of it in your business? Um, want to say what's up to Tim Gramstoff. Uh, he, he's taking a little shot at you. He's, Doug, I still see a whiteboard behind you. Well, if, if I was at the home office, you'd see one hell of a whiteboard behind me. I like to visually yeah. see things and check them out and flow chart them. So, um, yeah. I guess maybe before That's we work do, getting done back there, buddy. That's work getting done. Yep. So I, I, I guess is, is there, I guess, Doug, in your opinion, is there a, a combination of offline and online? Um, some things you may want to take off a of software and be able to see it physically. Is that something that you guys find uh, helpful at pink callers? Uh, I think, I, I think you should lean into technology. I don't, uh, it's funny because I am just now getting out of, uh, Michelle laughs at me. I even have pink notebooks um, that she buys uh, for the office. And she's like, I'm going to throw away your notebooks because you have every piece of technology to keep notes, to keep um, emails, to keep accountabilities, to keep tasks, all of that in front of you. So uh, my encouragement to everyone as a, um, as a former technophobe is to lean into, lean into technology, embrace it. Um, and don't be intimidated by it. There are a lot of people um, that are willing to help. Mike's one of them. I know he's walked me through a bunch of things. Um, and, and we're that group too. Our team has been able to really uh, be a bridge. Uh, I always like to refer to us as the bridge. Uh, you know, there are uh, the software, the, the techie people on one side of the river and the, and the field people on the other side, and we need to just connect the two, and we want to build that bridge between the two. So um, if there's anything that we can help with, we love to answer those questions, and we can really um, help join the two together. Love it. Cody, any closing thoughts here before we wrap it up or questions? No, I think that we're, we're good. Get out there and buy a new tool. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Looks like there's yeah. a couple questions uh, on the group here. April Burke wanted to know, had some questions about invoicing. Uh, April, as a certified advisor, um, if you want to send me a private message, I will happy to connect you with somebody at Service Autopilot support. Um, there is some minor customization that can be done with those invoices. And I have a feeling the aesthetics that you're looking for uh, probably can be met. Um, well, obviously, it's an offline conversation, but if you send me a private message, April, as a certified advisor of SA, I'll get you in contact with somebody to take a look at that for you as well um, for the SA support team. But uh, I know at least in our company and the companies we work for, uh, we haven't hit a scenario yet where we haven't had that um, invoice view to reflect what the business owner needed. Um, so that should probably be an easy fix. So April, if you're still watching Live Recorder, drop me a private message and I will uh, get you connected with the right people over at SA. Um, Doug, thanks again. If people are looking to reach out to you or Pink Collars for the things you do, what's the best way for someone to get a hold of you at uh, Pink Collars? You can find me through the website, uh, Doug at PinkCollars.com. That's uh, pink like the color, C-A-L-L-E-R-S. Um, main phone number, 888-325-7465. Uh, 
my cell phone number is even on our website. So if you need me, reach out. I'm, I'm not hard to find. Uh, I like to talk to people um, and, and just have a conversation on how we can help. So reach me any way you can find me. Love I'm it. just going to be texting Doug for backsplash updates. I, I was going to text him for some backsplash techniques. So Cody, maybe we do a little three-way uh, call later. <laughs> you know, I, I can set up the camera and, and walk you through it. I've learned a lot through this. I've learned not to cut my fingers off. That's the biggest thing. Mm. <laughs> that is advice that I need. So <laughs> We'll do it. Love it. Well, until next week, SA Weekly Talk Show, Mike Callahan, Cody Owen, special guest, Doug Myers of Pink Collars. We'll see you again here 1 p.m. Eastern, 12 p.m. Central, SA Weekly Talk Show. We'll see you then. See you. Thanks, everyone. Thanks, Doug. If you like this show, you might want to check out our resources at www.startsimplegrowth.com. While you're there, enter to win an Estimator chatbot. Mike Callahan is available for private coaching.